Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. December 29th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Roll call. 6.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Everything sucks. Everything sucks. Peter, you suck. Go see the psychiatrist. I hate the psychiatrist. Keep it going. At that we could just break down that movie. That'd be more fun than what is about to occur. No, we're going to have fun with it, but there was nothing fun about last night. Nope. UK gets dominated against Missouri, really start to the bitter end. Missouri looked like the better team all throughout the game, and the Cats have some major, major issues. Roush, the fan base. Not happy. As they should not be. Uh, the weird part, too, TJ, is typically when we do these shows, there's a, okay, We it feels like you can point the finger at a few different things. Um, speaking of forgetting Sarah Marshall, I feel like Kenneth, in that scene where he's trying to explain his uh, his love life struggles, and he's just smashing his hands together, and then he's like smashing himself in the face. That's what I feel like is wrong with Kentucky. It's just everything. I don't. I, I can't pinpoint any one thing other than this does not look like. I mean, this doesn't even look like an NCAA tournament team. I don't. I don't know how it's this bad this quickly. It's it's astonishing. It's shocking. I, I don't understand it at all. Yeah, I don't really either. And I hate being wrong. And it, it seems like. I mean, I've got to – it could get better, uh, this team. You know, Cason Wallace is so good. Uh, Oscar Chibwe is obviously capable of putting up 30 and 20 uh, any any given night, and we have no other choice but to, like, not give up on them. You know, I know a lot of people are probably going to check out or at least be somewhat more apathetic for the remainder of the season, but we can't, we do a radio show and I wouldn't anyways, because I, I, even in misery, I suppose I do 
enjoy some Kentucky basketball. But I was I was just wrong. I was wrong about the collection of talent. I was wrong about the pieces. Uh, I was wrong about the positional breakdowns. I was wrong about people taking the next step forward. I was wrong about Keon Brooks and Bryce Hopkins leaving. And I hate being wrong. Like, I absolutely despise it. I mentioned that to the wife last night. It was like, not only does Kentucky suck, I mean, obviously that's what is makes me makes me most disappointed, obviously, but I just hate being wrong. And again, about Kentucky basketball, I'm wrong. I get, I'm much more accurate, weirdly enough, Roush, when predicting season outlooks for Kentucky football than I am for UK basketball. And that really eats at me for whatever reason. And she, I love her. She said, yeah, I, I, it seems like maybe just because you're such a big fan that sometimes you, you think it's going to go better than it actually does. And uh, I was like, yeah, Hannah, that's, that, that's exactly what it is. I mean, that, it's exactly what it is. And truthfully, like last year, I'm not taking a loss on that one. Injuries, everything else that happened late in the season – that team was dominant for sure. Last, and, last and, year also was like it had its fun moments. Exactly, uh, they, were the Alabama comeback, they were the best They were the best. They were the best basketball team in college basketball for a stretch. Unfortunately, not the mm-hmm. right stretch. But right. like, yes, you're right. There were moments last year. But I was terribly, terribly wrong during that pandemic season. So that makes two out of the last three, and that is very disappointing. I hope this team can find a way to turn it around. But I think last night the dam kind of broke on some of the mm-hmm. ugliness of this team Roush yeah. where in some of the other games we've seen Gonzaga on the road. I'll still stand by it. A lot of teams would have lost that night. Gonzaga played pretty well and UK even showed a little bit of fight, making that game interesting. The Michigan state game, we called that one, what it was at the time. That was a terrible loss. It shouldn't have happened. Maybe now it seems a little bit more understandable. And then the UCLA game was incredibly frustrating. It was a game they had a ton of time to prepare for. It was a big game, national stage, a way to kind of right the ship a little bit. And they pooed the bed and looked terrible. And what did they do last night on the road? Uh, they, I think it kind of all came together where it's just like there's really – you see what the issues are. UK has absolutely nothing at the four position. And I saw such a wild mix of reactions about Lance Ware's game last night, and it it kind of epitomizes the issue or the situation. Lance Ware, I say this lovingly, stinks. He's just not a caliber player for the University of Kentucky in terms of playing starters minutes. Lance Ware does the things that I did as a very average varsity letterman. The, the layup that he missed at the rim Holy was like, that was the most Nick Roush play ever. Like, just like, He was oh, trying to break the backboard. Just what does everything that? great, then gets to the rim and has no idea what's going on. That that was, uh, wow. But wow. here's the deal. He plays really, really hard. He fights on a team where you have to question the hustle, energy, and effort, which is so embarrassing, of so many players you don't do it with Lance Ware. And so that's why you see a mixed reaction. I, biting my tongue here, trust me, it's going to come back around. Don't, don't worry. I think this season Cal has called solid games in terms of getting players open, running sets. Uh, there's times where the offense is incredibly frustrated. Our biggest issues this season have been lineups, and I still stand by that even after last night. But I think what is becoming more apparent, Roush, there's just not an answer. 
you just don't have the players. Yeah. You don't have a four. Like you have to kind of play Lance Ware, which is incredibly frustrating, but it's because Toppin is a mess. I don't know. That dude is broken. Uh, He's yeah. a broken player right now. And I hate it for him because I really, really like him. Something's up with Damian Collins, obviously. I don't know if it's personal issues. I don't know if it's like sickness, but he's on the team, so it can't be a sickness thing. Is it like an injury that they're hiding potentially? I don't know. I've heard some rumors. Uh, they're rumors. But something's up with him because the fact that they're not even giving him a chance. And then Livingston, who we've all been asking for more of, myself leading the charge, he was horrible. Like, he was horrible. You couldn't play him either. So when you're when you're it's starting to come together on these lineups, it's like uh, I may be more willing to give Calipari a bit of a pass just because like oh boy nothing none of it really looks good you know Duthi Arrow should be playing more Cal's wrong for waiting so long to find a way to get him in the game but where Cal doesn't get a pass is why is it like this why is it so bad what the hell happened what the hell goes on at practices and once again you get paid nine million dollars a year how did you let Bryce Hopkins and Keon Brooks walk, which admittedly I thought was okay at the time. And then you get this out of Toppin and Damian Collins. This yeah. is what you decided to keep. And then you let the other ones go. And I think we know what you were getting out of Keon Brooks, but Bryce Hopkins had a ton of potential. And I, I still stand by it wouldn't have been the best fit matching him up with Oscar, but it would have been light years better than whatever the hell this is. Because Bryce Hopkins would have fought. And he would have tried hard, and he would have played hard. And even if it would have been a little combobulated, you would have had dudes out there fighting and people that could put the ball in the bucket, which is hard for this team, unfortunately, at certain stretches. So why is it like this? Why in the transfer portal? You know, I gave Jeff Goodman such a hard time. He was probably right this go-around with his transfer rankings. And Antonio Reeves, he doesn't look like a top-50 transfer player right now, let alone I think Goodman had him at 39 or whatever he ended up at. How? Why was – we were all wondering, like, why are you not letting going after this guy? Why are you not going after that guy? They have their guy. And for the most part, we've needed to give them the benefit of the doubt because the people that they've eyed in the transfer portal have been solid pieces. Sometimes good, sometimes okay, but very rarely is it a total, complete swing and a miss. So Cal couldn't even play Reeves last night. He couldn't even play him because he was such a mess until the final you know, garbage time he went back out there. It's a it's an incredibly broken roster at this juncture of the season, and that Cal has to answer for that. Like, why why did that happen again? How are you so wrong again? I think he's calling a fine season. I, he gets a hard time for sets and play calls and all that sort of stuff. Uh, we've really criticized his lineup choices, but I'm starting to that's becoming more clear that there's just not a, a right answer. But where he should not get a pass and where he should get crushed is just, holy smokes, you messed up the roster again. Again, you messed up this roster. And it looks like next year it's going to be impossible to mess up because it's just such an insane amount of talent. But shucks, we thought that before. I mean, hold on to your butts. Let's see how it could be so wrong again because that's where we're at. Two out of three seasons, it's just been, whoa, that's horrible. And Cal, that's disappointing. And uh, C.J. Frederick's hurt again. So... Couldn't see that one coming. Yeah, I hate it. I mean, I hate it for him, but like, it's also not like he was bringing a ton to the table, anyways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Casey Wallace is, is a fighter. Severe Wheeler, I've got issues with him, but you know, other people are just so much worse right now that he, you can kind of let him slide. Uh, you man, know, Oscar that, can do some things, but he's also just 
effort's not a hundred percent with him. I, the scouting reports, Roush, that's another thing Cal should get crushed on. This team was going, if you give them any space, all five players are going to let it rip. And how many times Kentucky just had a hand down or a lazy closeout? It's embarrassing. It's just not Kentucky basketball. It really needs to improve a long way. Well, I still think so much of this, Roush, comes back to I think this team desperately needs a home game just to be loved up on and push through some of those ugly moments. But the Louisville one's a wash. I mean, Louisville's so bad, it doesn't even freaking matter. You, we're not even going to get any satisfaction out of that one, buddy. No, no. It is um, going into this Louisville game. I don't think there's ever been a Kentucky-Louisville basketball game where both fan bases are, have so much animosity towards their own team. Both, both, both programs right now just think their team stinks. I, it's unlike anything I've ever seen going into this rivalry. And I don't really know how to handle that. But to your point about the scouting report, KT Turner, when he did his media op the other day, just like one of the big takeaways was everything goes through Kobe Brown. Like we, we've we got to slow him down. So what do they do? They let him score 30 points. Like make somebody else beat you. Uh, that 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 was so disappointing. And the, all the players. I mean, Kobe Brown's fun to watch. That Missouri team's fun to watch. I, do I think that they're good? Not really. But it's a fun style. And, it, you know, the crowd was jumping. And if you're a Missouri fan, I, I would be excited about the future. Kobe especially, he, he's a mismatch problem. He's a really, really good basketball player. But two things. UK just made it too easy on him. The very, I mean, did they ever double team him? Did they ever come and bring help? I mean, maybe a few times just via screens where it was kind of a crowded area, but very little double team help. And secondly, shame on all of UK's bigs for just getting punked by that dude. Like, show a little heart, have a little fight. Lance, again, we appreciate your hustle and your energy, but how many times are you just going to let that dude lower his shoulder into you and push you to Bolivia? Like, fight back. Hard, give him a hard foul. Give him something to think about next time he catches the ball on the perimeter and he lowers his shoulder to go into the paint. Nothing, though. Just made it incredibly easy for him. And uh, you're right. That's another issue with the scouting report. Rush, I honestly feel like our five-minute analysis yesterday pretty much called everything Missouri was going to want to do, and they just did it with ease. With these and shame on the state of Kentucky basketball where you can't run with Missouri. Holy smokes, that's embarrassing. Gosh, and and it's all uh, oh, it all came back to exactly what we said. Huh, make some layups. I mean, the game oh gosh, completely yeah. changed when Xavier Wheeler made a great play, r- running just breaking the press in the full court, and then he gets down there and just completely misses the rim on a layup. That would have been a six-point game uh, with, I don't know, six minutes or so to go. You blink your eyes, and it's a 14-point game. And they never really never really got close after that. Yeah, that, that was a, a huge moment. Obviously, the missed free throws made things more complicated. For as frustrating – I hope this isn't a dose of too much optimism – for as frustrating as it is, Missouri is going to be ranked in the top 20 when these new rankings come out. You could still look at the list of losses Kentucky's had and make a pretty compelling case that they're all against tournament teams. Arkansas, a top 10 team that I think is better than Kentucky, but they went on the road last night and lost in SEC play. 
if if it didn't look so a ugly, ranked Mississippi State team, right? Or was no Mississippi State a ranked Mississippi State team played Alabama? There's a lot of ranked SEC teams, and I, I think I'm more worried about that aspect. Like, where does Kentucky start? Like, where do they fall in the pecking order? Because it's got to be pretty damn far down. Well, I, I, to to have a optimism, a optimistic outlook is you could like. Missouri just did the same thing to Illinois on a neutral floor, I'm pretty sure. And yes, St. Louis. Yeah, on a neutral floor, I'm pretty sure, let alone their home sold-out arena, which, again, Tennessee goes on the road to Ole Miss, and at least they won, so what more really can you say? And there's just nobody there. They're Tennessee's top 15, top yeah. 10 team or whatever there, just nobody there. And then Kentucky goes on the road, and it's a packed house. But, you know, sour grapes. I wouldn't want it really any other way. But – you could make like a, a road loss to a team that's going to be ranked in the top 20 next week. Not a huge deal. Like it's really just not a huge deal. And the unfortunate part is these losses are stacking up and you don't have the big wins to go with it. They're going to beat Louisville by 30, but it's not really going to have the same impact. Roush, you could rationalize it if it just didn't look so GD ugly with your eyeball. Like it's just not good basketball and it doesn't appear to be a good basketball team, but so far, if you wanted an optimistic outlook, which I think I mostly probably had up until last night, you could have it. You really could. Like, I, I, you know, I think there's some people that are so doom and gloom they don't want to hear that. You could. The issue is it just looks so discombobulated. The team doesn't look like they really particularly like one another, which is a major issue. And all the pieces you needed to rely on have let you down. I mean, every one of them, except Case and Wallace, really, to some degree has let you down. Oscar has been dominant. He's always going to put up good numbers, but he just looks a little different. And he's struggling at the free throw line, and uh, it just hasn't been good enough. It's weird really that he, he has a 23-19 and 19 game, and you're just like, eh, he's not the same. I mean, it's kind of true, though, right? Like, despite the numbers, I'm not blaming him for everything that goes on, but he is a he's a, he's been a really bad defensive player this season. He's been terrible in the pick and roll, and yeah. he's just, I don't know if it's the injury or the surgery that he's coming off of. He just seems a step slow uh, for it, whatever reason. It was just bizarre, though, to see the scroll and Kaysom Wallace, 19 points, Oscar Sheboy, 23 and 19, and uh, oh, but Kentucky lost by 20. Like, what? You're, two of your best players had seemingly good nights, and you just got your ass kicked? Like, I. I, I uh, trying to get it, trying to get solutions, and that's the the next part is the part that's really hard, TJ. Because today we're going to read the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the number, and there's going to be a lot of venting, and it'll probably feel cathartic to an extent. But the part that's worrisome is there's not a sort of easy go to like if if x y and z happens this team can still be a great basketball team like this team's probably just going to be a bubble team and uh we're gonna it's gonna be a slog getting there and there's gonna be a lot of finger pointing and the thing is is i don't i don't know who's right or wrong in any of this because it's so bad at this point and we just did not expect to be where we are right now so i it's just it's going to be a slog for the next couple months. I spent like three minutes saying how wrong I was to start the show, but I don't think this team will be a bubble team. I think they'll be comfortably in. 
it won't be the, the seeds that we were thinking I mean, like, at the get-go. Eight-nine game though. Like, no, I think they'll be like a five or a six seed. Right? They're gonna they're gonna beat teams at home. They'll beat but, teams at home. We just haven't seen it because it hasn't. You haven't had a chance to do it, which is another like scheduling flaw for what it's worth. Like, why haven't you had a big home game yet? You're gonna finish the year with zero big home games, and yeah. nobody expected Louisville to be this bad. But like this, they'll they'll beat good teams at home. They won't probably beat them on the road, and they may slip up even to a bad team on the road. But they'll they, for as good as the SEC is, that will end up being a good thing for UK. I know it's tough to believe right now, but they will beat good teams at home. Just just wait. The the one thing that I like does make you worry too. There's almost a like this is more of a kind of a big picture take, but I do think you've had a similar to Nick Saban effect with John Calipari where the coaches like the it, the 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 rising tide lifts all boats and Kentucky's success like you've seen the league care more about their basketball programs than they used to same thing SEC football like they had to get better coaches to be able to try to compete with Saban and now with Kirby where it's just a much more competitive league overall Rick Barnes and, and Bruce Pearl, uh, I know Barnes didn't get to a Final Four, but Pearl got one. They've been kind of stables. And now, like, it, it seems like all these young guys are pretty damn good, too. With Gates in Missouri, uh, Jansen, Mississippi State has them ranked this year in his first season. So the league is is better, and that's a it's a good thing for now. But I do, I do worry about the, uh, the Super Bowl factor with Kentucky, though, TJ, because – they're still the name brand that everybody wants wants to everybody wants that win over Kentucky to to have on their resume and that's that's going to make even even those games where they probably should win that much more difficult yeah no it, it, it will be it'll be tough I mean every road game will be tough even the against some of the the, the worser teams in the SEC. Florida just went on the road and gave Auburn everything it could handle. Probably should have won that game. Last night, uh, Kentucky will obviously play at Florida. That will be a a challenging game. It'll be tough. Uh, You're still waiting for kind of these learning lessons to to pay off. Hasn't yet. It's a flawed roster. But they will have some good moments. They just haven't been good enough to – to steal one yet and all their losses they would have been with the exception of michigan state with the exception of the michigan state loss all those other losses would have been really nice wins regardless whether you're having a good season a bad season all of them would have been nice wins even last night on the road at missouri we all would have been tickled if they would have won by one point we would have been over the moon had they won comfortably uh, i did did not see a blowout coming but they, they completely outplayed them right from the get-go. I, I'm, I'm, my season outlook has completely and totally changed, but I will still – this team will have some nice moments. They will get some big wins. It will just be at home. Um, and then besides that, I, uh, yeah, even in the SEC tournament, it, it probably doesn't look as promising as I once thought. But what else – what other choice do we have? We'll have to stick with it. We'll have to see how they progress. Uh, if you're Cal, like I, I would tell the team, any and everybody's on the table for playing time. A dude's got to play more. He's a good player. He's got to get out there and get more minutes. And then at the four position, Roush, I don't know. What do you do? 
I, I lean towards just letting Livingston grow and learn through it, but he won't he won't play Livingston. He won't do that lineup. He just won't. He's gotta have Toppin or Ware in with Oscar. He refuses to even try otherwise. But what I would do is Toppin ain't the answer. Where he's just going to always give up so much despite him playing hard, and he's a good guy. You just got to live through Livingston's mistakes, and it may get ugly, but maybe, just maybe, there could be a breakthrough come March that that could get you some sort of payout. But I, it's a, I never remember it being this bad at UK, the four position. It's bad. Even like Marcus Lee would be – he would at least bring you defense and hustle and energy. A good, maybe, you know, an uplifting teammate at least. Maybe we could get Scoots in there. Get get a little hustle ball action, Scoots. You got any eligibility left? Come on, I would I would hustle at the very least. No doubt about that. Maybe take a couple charges. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if I'd do that. How was your Wednesday evening, buddy? It wasn't great. I mean, I, I'm almost as unhappy as you all. I, I lost money. I lost a lot of money on Kentucky because I did. I kept doing the thing where I'm gonna live bet. I kept expecting. No, I kept no, expecting. No. I kept expecting this freaking team to show some fight and come back, and it just never happened. So I'm I'm pretty ticked off. And and if we're being completely honest and transparent this morning, we're not. We're not. Hey, okay. we're not. So right. just stop it there. Right, we're okay. lying. We're Cut lying the whole show. Cut it out. But yeah. no, they have. I am so sick and tired of watching Kentucky basketball and it's it's gotten really hard to watch and it's because they consistently try to go through Oscar offensively that was not what it, it's so he wins player of the year last year and everybody all of a sudden thinks oh we got to get the ball to Oscar every single time that's not how the offense operated last year stop giving Oscar the ball every freaking time what's going to happen when he gets it he's going to go inside he's either going to score or he's going to get fouled and go to the free throw line and make one of two or zero of two i mean rarely is he going to go two of two i'm just so sick and tired of seeing the offense go through Oscar because that is not what led to their success last year i agree uh, i i think it's when they force the issue to Oscar, it usually leads to a turnover or something bad. A lot of these players have issues with basic entry passes. And then sometimes it's hard to make an entry pass when you have three dudes draped over the guy that you're trying to get the ball to. So it's a, it's a double combination of stink. Now, sometimes they're, it's organic where if he's on the block by himself or he's got his man peeled and sealed, then you need to throw him the ball. And they sure. do that, and it works, but it seems like for every three smart passes to Oscar or good passes to Oscar – you can you can set your watch to two that won't even make it to him or will get poked away and will be a turnover. And that's not a good enough – I mean, 60% is not a good enough success rate, and that may even be generous. It may really even be closer to 50%. And on any given ga- game, it could be even below that. But on average, that's probably what I'd put it at. Yeah, it needs to just be more organic and it needs to flow. But so much of the issues, Roush, is you thought Reeves and C.J. Frederick were going to be able to go out there and get you buckets or at least knock down shots. And, and they don't. They don't do either one. And now CJ's hurt, so who who knows what the option's going to be there. So uh, some I'm not making it a, giving them a pass for force-feeding it to Oscar, but the offense has at times lost its identity. See, and, and that's the thing, Scoots, is I, I'm not completely sold on your, your take. I get it. The thing is, is it's like 
if they don't force Vita to Oscar, who do I want to take a shot on Kentucky's offense right now? I don't I don't know what a better alternative is than force feeding Oscar. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, the offense needs a complete overhaul. And I don't have the answers. I, I, I have no idea what needs to happen. I'm not getting paid $9 million a year. But John Calipari is. So John Calipari needs to figure out what the heck needs to happen to this offense. Because there needs to be a whole overhaul. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know what it is. No, it's not, it's not that bad. It's not, as bad. it's not as bad as you're making it out to be. People just need to make shots they just well, need to make shots yeah and there's there has they, last night was a great example of that yeah if they make shots in the beginning of that game it, it turns out completely different in all likelihood but there have been games where so many open shots yeah missed missed them just yeah. missed them uh and, and like it. you know at more wallace the better that that's yep. that's i think they're figuring that out more and more as the season goes more uh wallace just doing really whatever he wants go into takeover mode and then again oscar's a good He's a good offensive player. He's a good option to have. You just can't force it to him. I totally agree with you, Scoots. If there's just three guys over him, you got somebody else has to make a play. The only issue, like Roush said, you don't have anybody really besides Wallace to do it. Wheeler can do some okay things, but the layups have been an issue for him just as much as anybody else this year. So it's it's bad. I don't think the sets and the rotations are bad. I think it's poor decision-making and poor shot-making more than an archaic offense, which is a buzzword that we've heard before, Roush. Uh, I think it's some archaic lineup combinations, but I think that this team will have a really nice offensive game someday. I'm probably an idiot for saying that. And it'll be like, oh, okay, that's the way I think it's supposed to look. That's the way it's supposed to go. Hasn't happened yet. It will, but... I really look forward to that day when that happens, actually. Ugh. Just got to make shots. Stop, stop with the stupid turn. Like, you can't just catch the ball out of bounds. I mean, you just can't do that at the level of Kentucky basketball. Well, yeah. like, you know, it's it, how and how are you doing that? Value possessions. This team doesn't. It. Frustrating. It's not good basketball. Let's take our first break. We'll come back and maybe just jump right into the text line. Uh, we want some updates from Nashville. That's where Nick Roush is currently. Yeah, I'll have there. some fun ones. Maybe maybe we'll wait till hour number two and turn our frowns upside down. Yeah, it sounds good to me. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This is KRC. I'm Big X. I'm a prisoner of the highway Driven on by my restless soul Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Jim is my enemy, but it turns out that Jim is also his own worst enemy. And the enemy of my enemy is my friend. So Jim is actually my friend. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call, here on Big X Sports Radio. Out. How about some Thornton's to cheer you up? A nice big Thornton's donut. Oh, breakfast burrito. Upside Man. down. They got it all. Check them out today. Their locations all over Louisville, surrounding areas. And download the app and be a Refresher Rewards member. 
save money on gasoline each and every time you fill up and other discounts inside the store like we talked about great food is it free coffee thursday are they still doing that rush um i don't know i hope so it'd be cool let me check the app you've been out of town the last couple thursdays you've been busy. yeah yeah are there thorntons in nashville i think so seen any you know but you know how it is like i'm downtown they don't have as many kind of gas station like places good call uh, i do have a 20 percent off fuel discount a dollar off bugles um but no free no, no free coffee today okay okay well, maybe- off gas though that's it's awesome i'm talking about yeah. dollar off bugles what did y'all ever do the, do the thing, thing with scoots where you put the bugles on your fingers that was really weird because i was getting ready to ask the exact same thing yes i did absolutely didn't everybody? You had Bug- to if you got B- Bugles are kind of gross, though. They're not good. <laughs> well, like, they're just very greasy. Like, you, if you eat a whole bag of them, you just feel – like, a chip should not make you feel gross after you eat it. But Yeah, I could do. probably list 20 chips off the top of my head better. And then if you give me time to actually think about it, could I, – I don't know. Bugles are coming in the top 50, to be honest. But they're unique. Yeah, yeah, they're a little. It's it's almost like a just a different shaped corn chip, and I love a good uh, like a scoop. Man, that's a great chip right there. Frito scoop, scoop. There it is. Scoop. There text on into the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Roush hot with the gambling picks yesterday, at least in the bowl game. Oh my that's- god! But freaking Arkansas, Jiminy Christ! What a bad beat. Our, I, that was, was one of the most fun bowl games I've seen. Wait, they ended so, up losing? No. no they, oh, okay. They won in triple overtime. It was minus two and a half. And with the new overtime rules, once you get to triple overtime, you only do two-point conversion plays. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. Once Kansas scored that touchdown in second overtime, it was, it was, it was over. Yeah, I mean, re, even improved. if they got the two-point conversion, didn't get the two-point conversion, it was over at that point. But I, I don't even I, I won't count that one against you. When you're up by twenty five in the second half, when you're up by fifteen with what, a minute nine seconds? And that like, onside kick, what whatever the hell that was, that was garbage. Oh, I thought uh, it was perfect. No, no, like the Arkansas's effort there. Oh, like okay. They, gotcha, yeah. That was like, garbage. Yeah, it's like how did there's nobody even there to what, what are you all doing? That's what college bowl games are all about. That was a blast. The Kansas fans were totally into it, and then Arkansas fans were into it. And every time there was a big touchdown, somebody was standing in the way of the camera so you couldn't see it. Oh, man. It it was fun. That was a fun game. The Liberty Bowl hasn't had that many people there since, who who knows. While I was sitting there with a tear coming down my left eye watching the U.K. just get pummeled by Missouri on the big TV, off in the corner – I was having a little bit of fun watching that game, even with losing a bet, I, which I was not happy about. But one of the few – I had a good night last night. I did bet Missouri. I emotionally hedged just because I thought Smart. there was a chance the Cats could lose. Uh, so it was a pretty profitable night, all things considered. But the, that was one of the losses. But I won't count that one against you. That was a wonky game. But I, I just took the points um, in the Holiday Bowl uh, with North Carolina. But a boy, Luckett, he went for the money line, and North Carolina led for, I mean, the entire time I was watching in the second half until 
They gave up a touchdown with like 20 seconds to go. And it's almost like the gambling gods were tormenting him because he also had Arkansas minus two and a half. And Oregon, the extra point, the go-ahead extra point, doinks off the upright. And you're sitting there waiting, 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 and the refs say, still good. That was whew, a brutal a brutal way to lose that game. Yeah, I thought you were on North Carolina. I thought you gave us that advice yesterday. I bet North Carolina based on thinking that. I, I was as well, but I just took them, like, it was like plus a bunch of points. Luckett like had the money on. Yeah. So that. Oh, oh okay. When yeah. you said the point, sorry, I thought you meant like you took the over. My, you're right. Well, I did that as well, and that didn't happen. But, you know. Yeah, North Carolina, that was a, a good bet. Yeah, you had called the Duke Pelotron Bull. Uh, Man, Duke was, put it on. Put it what on. What was the other uh, one? Gus. Oh, Texas uh, Tech. You were all over that one as well. Yeah, so. yeah. Texas Tech beat the absolute snot out of uh, Ole Miss and Jordan Watkins, which a lot of um, – seen a lot of bowl games with former UofL wide receivers catching touchdowns. Uh, Watkins caught one, and then there was a kid at Buffalo who used to play at Louisville. He caught a touchdown in a bowl game. And uh, they're – they're in the market for receivers. They had to go to the portal and get a bunch because they just don't have any. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck to them in their quest. Well, should we read some texts? Should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. What could go wrong, right? Chris Livingston and Scoot sent these over. I think when I pulled up the computer yesterday between the Rutherford show and text overnight, there was like two over 200 texts into the text line. So There's a bunch. If, if yours got glossed over or lost or something, just resend it if it uh, if you really want to hear it, and we'll make sure we we circle back to it at some point. But it was a chaotic day for the Thornton's text line. Thornton's text line was working overtime yesterday. Chris Livingston, in a matter of 30 seconds, lets man go right by him for an easy layup on defense, drives into three men into the paint with two wide-open shooters in the corner. He's bad. Gosh, for as many missed open shots as UK had yesterday, they missed open – shooters like there were severe wheeler was guilty of it wallace was guilty of it livingston this exact moment that the texture's talking about was guilty of it now of course the open shooters probably just would have missed the threes anyways but uh not only are they just missing shots they're missing the players that can miss the open shots as well so it's it's doubly bad Did you notice that? How many like times you just be like, "Oh my gosh, wide open on the corner, pass it to him, pass it, all, easy kick out right there, just throw it to him," and yeah. they just wouldn't do it. Or like when they would get it to him, it was like they would get it to Wheeler, and yeah, hey, Wheeler hit a couple. I mean, he, yeah, but it, it, he's he's still not you like what you would your your pride. Uh, but hell, he's probably their best three point shooter right now besides Casey Wallace. Oh man, I mean, poor Toppin too. He just—he's so scared to shoot threes, and then he finally let one rip yesterday, and it like hit the bottom of the iron somehow, like the bottom of the backboard corner yeah. iron thing. You know, that—that uh, that dude is a mental mess. Hope he figures it out again. I think this team has a group of likable kids individually. They're just not right now a good basketball team collectively. Uh, so it's not personal, but holy smokes, he's a mess. Hate to say it, but Kaysen just isn't a point guard. I don't know if that's true or not true. You may be right, Texter, but I know he can he can hit threes and he can shoot and he's willing to shoot and he can actually see the ball go in the hoop. So whether he's a one or a two, I don't care. Just let that dude shoot more. Yeah, and I mean, some of that, like you need to have multiple ball handlers on the court when you're playing a team that's going to be 
pressuring you like that in the full court. So, you know, does it does it matter at that point? I don't know, but they did get in more shots yesterday, so I was at least happy with that. And just keep doing, you know, keep keep going. Let him go through Oscar when it when you can when he's not triple or double teamed, quadruple teamed. Uh, if he's got a one-on-one matchup on the block, then sure, try to get it to him. But besides that, it's the Case and Wallace offensive show, and everybody else is invited to to participate. That's how it should be. A texter says, we're in the trust tree here, right? This is a placed event. It sure is. And don't forget that on the Thornton sex line. We're always here for you. We suck butt, and I'm sad. I'm very, very sad. Thanks for listening, guys. Suck it. It's just not fun, Roush, and that's yeah. the thing that sucks the most. Yeah. When UK basketball's rocking and rolling, there's just not a better feeling in the world. And we did get that in a brief moment last year, but it crashed and burned so violently that you couldn't even really appreciate it looking back in, in hindsight. So, uh, and we, even just getting a taste of it last year was probably actually a bad thing because now we're just like scratching our necks and we really need a little bit more. Just a little bit more success, please. Come on. I, I've said this to my roommate last night, but you all have really changed me because there was a time not too long ago where sitting on my couch watching that game last night, I would have been loving it, loving every second of it, but I was sitting there thinking the same thing. Like, this team just sucks, and it sucks because we're going to have a thousand texts tomorrow, and they're all going to be negative, and yeah, it's just not fun. No. Hey, but that's when it's good. We rock and roll on the Thornton's text line. When that's it's true. bad, people are miserable. That's that's sports, and that's why it's so important that UK basketball figures it out. And I think we're all becoming a little less optimistic that it happens this year. But what, just soon, please, uh, please. Jackson reclass is a good thing to have in your back pocket in the event Dillingham doesn't make it to campus. I know he's been adamant he'll be here, but regardless, yeah. I agree with that. Man, here's a great text in the text line. Hard to listen to any conversation about Kentucky's talent not have Shane Sharp in the back of your mind. What a brutal situation for Cal. God, yeah. I I try not to think about it because that's a uh, – Just sucks. Uh, I mean, it just absolutely sucks. He, he probably allows you to go on a Final Four run last year if he plays – He's just not ready. The game's too fast for him. BS. He was protecting his stock. We all knew it the second that UK needed him to play, and he was deciding not to play. And then not only could it have saved you from an embarrassment, like it wouldn't have been both. If if he plays last year and just play, you know, even if it's eight, nine, ten games, however many it is, fine. Go on. That's cool. Thanks for your ten games. Good luck to you. Whatever. Or the initial plan that he was coming early just to get ready for next season. So you envision this year's team having him. Yes, uh, things would look so much different with Shaden Sharp out there on the wing, dunking all over everybody, literally probably jumping and over people. You you would let it like you could let him be a ball dominant kind of guy too. Like you wouldn't. Oh gosh. I mean, it sucks. It, it is a brutal situation for Cal. Good text. Why would the dogs thing annoy you? Who let the dogs out? I don't know if uh, – is that in reference to the challenge? It was sent Great for ep- us, but I don't know what that's referring to. Great episode of the challenge last night, by the way. A texter says, I don't think we've started well in any big game this season. Well, because the, the, the lineup is horrible. And again, I'm starting to almost give Cal more of a pass for that the more we see, but it's still just bad. Like, it's not a good collection of, of players, even with 
the collection that you have just entirely, which isn't as good as we thought it was. But put the right pieces out there even still. Yeah, the starts are not good, Roush. Uh, another texter says there's almost no reaction that's too extreme after this first half. And um, here's the thing, too, guys. That's that's really all that I got to sit down and watch because Kentucky's football, the the bowl venue party thing they had was right. It's it started in the second half. It started at 7 p.m. local time, and uh, they had it at a bar, but they did not have TVs on at said bar or beer served at said bar. It was very it was family friendly event. I guess. Mitch Barnhart run it. Yeah. Yeah. What, where? Why were you going to the Mitch Barnhart welcoming party? <laughs> yeah. It was. It was a little bizarre. So for the second half, I I was just kind of catching a couple plays here and there, and it obviously didn't get any better. So I'm the exact opposite, Roush. I got I only got to watch the second half, and I thought it was pretty horrible. So TJ, I assume you watched the whole game. Which half was worse? Of the UK game? Yeah. Yes. First half I, or second half? Honestly, I think you could make a case that the second half was worse. Um, the first half, I think a lot of it you could chalk up to missed layups and getting outscored by 12 points behind the arc, which at the end of the game, 12 points behind the end of the arc, four, point, four three-pointers, not a ginormous difference. But in a half, you know, it's kind of sizable, and Kentucky was super ice cold. So the first half you could rationalize as like, Hey, they just didn't make open shots. Second half, UK did make shots. They ended up, you know, putting they they were hitting threes. They made a little bit of a tiny, small little run. I was doing my like, hey, get it to under this point at this moment, get it to under this point at this moment. And they were on pace to do it. They were on pace to be under at, at under eight deficit at the under eight timeout, which gives you a striking distance. And then the bottom just fell out again. It's like this team can't even help themselves when things are going right, just not to take their foot off the gas for the tiniest second, which pushes them, you know, a, a seven-point deficit, eight-point deficit, back up to 17, 18, 19. Their largest deficit was in the second half, and that was their largest one of the entire season. So the second half, I, to me, was worse than the first half. And also, like, the lack of fight or getting punked, you know, you think at halftime you'd be ticked off about the way things went. No, no, it just got worse. Well, so. that that's what was so frustrating, is you mentioned how they've got it down to eight, and then it wasn't but a minute and a half game time. It was right back up to 17, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, why are, why are you not fighting for this? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it was, it was just bad. It was a bad basketball game. Uh, Texter says, time to stop assuming Kentucky is the better team with opponents with a pulse. We might have more talent, but Missouri is a better team right now easily. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah, but Missouri just, you know, they had one good game against Illinois, which I guess is technically more than Kentucky's had this season. But, like, besides that, they hadn't played anybody. And Kansas had blown them out, and I was hoping that Kentucky was maybe a little bit closer to Kansas. But not right now they're not. Not right now. Texture says this is hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texter says, KRC is going to start losing listeners if TJ can't man up and say this is Cal's fault. People like this are just some of the biggest losers on the planet. Yeah, like the um, – it's like the meta arguments over – like uh, you, you're – yeah. Uh, yeah. He recruits players who can't hit shots. He's one who runs no offense or inbounds plays. Hey, they scored on an inbounds play yesterday, bucko. 
Here's the one. He's the one who starts Lance Ware and puts out these awful lineups again. You know, I think there's some nuance there, uh, but I do agree with the sentiment. He's the one who's running the program into the ground. Call him out for once, TJ, and stop being a homer. Be a UK fan, not a Cal fan. I I, I would think you would listen to the the start of today's show, and I, I would think you'd have to be proud, Mister Angry Texter. Oh, oh, it's always good to put a number to a tweeter. It's one of my favorite things to do. And this is, I know exactly who this is. Hey, TJ, you said it's no big deal to lose to Missouri. Want to admit you're wrong now? We suck. I mean, again, in a vacuum, it isn't a big deal to lose to Missouri. They just did the same thing they did to UK, to Illinois. And we all assume Illinois is going to be a tournament team. Not a great team, obviously. And that's unfortunately where we are with UK. The issue is how it looks. It looks terrible. It looks bad. So it's not so much losing to Missouri is the end of the world. It's how it all played out. And we're seeing all the flaws of this team. Uh, Texter says, who sucks worse, Toppin or Wheeler? Toppin. Yeah. I think Wheeler's kind of – I mean, again, also, this was a big issue with Wheeler yesterday. You know they're trying to push. Why are you letting so many guys get over top of you? And, like, that's – you know, maybe you could say, well, he it's, it's not his fault. He's just the one closest to – yeah, it is. I mean, if you're the one closest to it, you're the one that needs to make sure nobody gets behind you. And – what they had like probably six of those just easy run out layups where you blinked and they had already scored. Mm. And a lot of those were on Wheeler, unfortunately. It was bad. Uh, don't know what the Killian Hayes one is about. I don't know who those people are. Uh, you, Mo Wagner. Uh, I think there was a fight in the NBA last night because uh, Hamadou Diallo got kicked out. That was on the the scroll. Yeah, I just watched the video and he knocked Wagner out cold. Like I mean, just, yeah, punched him right in the back of the head, and he just, Wagner just falls down on the bench out like a light. Sounds like assault to me. Uh, it was, no doubt. <laughs> uh, Malik Monk had a big game last night, and Darren Fox, they beat the Nuggets. The Don't sleep on the Kings. Sacramento's got something cooking. They've been the, uh, picking up some dubs. Seems Lots like they played at UK 32 years ago. Texter says, Dane Bradshaw on the SEC Network who gives big Forrest Gump vibes when he's breaking down the games. <laughs> SEC Network can suck it. Uh, Texter says, also, it's time for Lance to embrace his true role and become this team's Eloy Vargas. You got five fouls. Murder five Missouri players. I'm sure <laughs> literally mean Missouri. But that was, that was part of it with Kobe Brown. It's like, how many times are you just going to let this dude just bully you around before you want to kind of fight back a little bit? And also, I think it's a little disappointing Oscar couldn't guard him. Right. There's got to be some sort of point of pride eventually. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, Kirby, man. starting Excuse one of nine, wide open three after wide open three. Terrible IQ by Oscar and Toppin early on Cal for sure. And again, like, it does fall on Cal to some degree, but I also don't think – like, I think he's coaching okay games – like he's doing okay, but it's obviously not enough for Roush. I mean, and that falls back on him because he's the leader of the program. I got uh, – sorry, I got distracted because he really did just knock out Mo Wagner. And it was it was a very weird – very weird because it almost looks like he just pushed the back of his head. He punched him in the back of the head. It was very, very bizarre. Very always bizarre. Good, always good radio describing videos. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, you rarely just see somebody getting knocked out in a NBA fight. Normally, it's like a shoving match, and I guess where he just hit him in the back of his head, it just lights out. Moral of the story, TJ, watch the video during the break. 
Yep. I will be doing that. Uh, I'll do that, and we're going to take that break now. More angry texts into the Thornton's text line, but it's a place event. We totally get it. We're right there with everybody. This is KRC. I'm Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be back after this. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. How about some tacos for your Thursday from Salsaritas? If you spend over $25, Salsaritas taking $5 off at their two Louisville locations, Middletown out there in Shelbyville Road, and then the other location is in St. Matthews right off Hubbard's near the railroad tracks, which everything in St. Matthews is near the railroad tracks. Same really with Linden. Uh, Louisville has plenty of railroad tracks, but you won't be – I got nothing. So also, yeah. great. You just yeah. you're just gonna want to go there, and you're gonna want to pay five taken dollars. Care of. Order you're gonna want to five dollars. Exactly. Exactly. It's really good. If you haven't tried it, uh, check it out. We love it. Uh, up until 2023, they're taking five dollars off. Download the Salsaritas app. You'll save time and money each and every time you go there. We got more text into the show, but Roush, what's up in Nashville? We can talk football cats if there's any news there, or we can just talk about your your happenings. What's what's so, the up to today? It actually was pretty fun last night. So um, they've done this. The some bowl games have more uh, kind of mandatory activities, if you will. Like at the Citrus Bowl, it felt like there was one thing. Uh, every day of the week that they got to go to. Like they did a universal day and then they did top golf and then they did this and that music city. There's less of that. Um, they go last night, they were at the wild horse saloon for dinner. And then they had a wing eating competition and a, um, a, a song contest thing, which I'll get to. So on the face, it does not sound very fun, but I was like, you know what? Like the, we're, we're, we're here. It's the only thing they're really doing. So let's go. Let's figure it out. And it actually turned into a blast because the guys really got into it. Even if it was the sort of uh, artificial enthusiasm, it was still a ton of fun because when they had the wing eating competition, all of the UK guys just like went up to the stage to cheer on their boys. And they were leaning heavily on Grant Bingham. Grant Bingham was going to be the guy that was going to carry them to victory in the wing-eating competition. So they had four minutes to scarf down as many uh, Prince's Nashville hot chicken chicken wings. And it was like... Uh, it's a lot of chicken. There, there were, it, it wasn't their hottest level, TJ, by any means, but it was a, a hotter... like it was, it was like a hot. So, you know, you couldn't just have these mild wings and suck them down like that. Uh, Andrew Phillips was struggling at the end. He, he he even put on gloves kind of like as a joke, but I think he, he almost needed it. Uh, but, but the winging competition, it was a lot of fun. They got hyped for it. They were cheering on Bingham. Bingham had 13, 
uh, a walk-on lineman also had 13. Phillips did pretty good as well. Um, and a couple of the freshmen, uh, Fearbree and Matthews, the edges, that they they did just enough to where they were able to overpower Iowa. Iowa had one guy eat 15. He was the individual champ, but the Cats, the Cats won by one. And afterwards, Bingham was like sweating, and he, you could see the indigestion, the uncomfortableness, but he had a trophy in his hand. So it was all worth it. It was all worth it. That's great. That's great. Uh, I always wanted to be a part of a wing eating contest. Never have. And nice that the cats got the got the win. He was dipping his wings in the milk that they had provided to try That's to weird. eat it quicker. <laughs> that's weird. He's like, well, cooled him down. So, <laughs> well, I guess that's maybe genius. Kind of like and- ranch. <laughs> yeah, it's just a worse <laughs> ranch. Did the cats not win the music contest? Well, the music contest was. It was it was something because what they do is they have these Nashville singer songwriters and they go backstage and they'll be like, like, all right, tell us some some things you want to say or basically the players give them some ideas. They help them write a song. I was like the the, the what was weird is the lady that was emceeing. She was just shocked that like people from Iowa were wearing cowboy hats and it was like, lady, do you know do you know what Iowa is? Like they're 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 farmers. Like a lot of this is this is their type of bowl game. So they took their country music competition very seriously. Spencer Petrus was in his sling, and he was very excited. And they got a lot of zingers in at Kentucky's expense. There was a lot of like, we're going to kick Kentucky's ass in the in the song, and it was a much better performance. Well, when Kentucky came out, they had all the props. They were being very goofy. Um, it, the execution wasn't quite there. Um, but they were very loud and very vocal for the "we're going to kick Iowa's ass" kind of thing at the end. Uh, but the I, I forget the exact line that was uh, it, but it was something along the lines of uh, "it's going to look a lot like last year." So Kentucky made sure that they were uh, reminded them who won the game last year, and then Barry on Brown just kept saying, "Come see about it" at the very end. Like he said it four or five times, and it got, it got to a point where um, I was getting—I was like, "Oh gosh, uh, let's let's just have fun. Let's not get too serious." Uh, Vito went to go up on stage, and that's when Vince had to stand up. It was like, "Okay, well, Vito, uh, we we're, we're not doing this tonight, buddy." <laughs> oh, that's great! If he if he would have got behind the mic, uh, God knows what would have happened. Can you sing the line about the win from last year, just like so we can feel like we were there? And it's gonna look just like last year. I I don't know. I, oh, okay. I, yeah, I I've got a video that's going to come up that you could probably hear it, um, but you know who knows audio quality. But yeah, I'll have a video later on today over at the Kentucky Sports Radio that you can come see about it, as uh, Barry on Brown would say. What did so? What's on tap today? What's the what? We we have the radio show. It'll be eight o'clock local time. What's what's on the docket? Yeah, the day will be young. Um, really, today the the world is our oyster. Uh, probably write a couple more posts. Um, but they or just that they novel have, that you've been wanting to start. They they, they have uh, they have practice today once again at Vanderbilt Stadium, and then uh, and then they can kind of do whatever. The one thing that it. 
I, I can't stress enough. Like, it is cool that they really, the players, the co- like, everybody encourages them, like, just go have some fun. Like, this is a ball game. Like, you're, you're, you're supposed to enjoy it. So afterwards, they had team buses that could take you back to the hotel. And, like, there was a couple people, like, you don't, you do not have to go back. You can go out. You can explore Broadway. You can explore Nashville. Have some fun. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, some pictures. They, they put Barry on Brown in his uniform and just walked him down Broadway. So I'm, I'm fascinated what the pictures come out with it. Apparently, everybody tried stopping him and taking pictures with him as well. So it should be a cool video. Uh, he very much is enjoying being in his hometown. So I, I hope that translates into actual, like a, a big play, two or three, and not him forcing the issue, kind of like he did a little bit in the South Carolina game. Shout out to the 643 number. You get to jump ahead on the Thornton's text line. He wants to know, or she, is Goodwin in Nashville? I actually had a double take because I I thought I saw him, but instead it was just a big offensive lineman that I did not recognize. So, because now we're getting to the point, too, where it's a lot of, um, you know, like I, I see the older guys, I'm familiar with them, but a lot of the, like, unless you're, playing regularly i don't i don't know some of these guys my faces so like i there's a couple guys i can't i could not figure out but he is uh not with the team but he might who knows he might end up being in nashville for the game later but he he is not with the team uh as far as i can tell uh they also their their sweats that they got for the bowl game pretty sharp black pretty pretty cool i wonder if they're gonna they got the wildcat logo too so curious if they're, they're, they're as I, i'm talking this out I doubt they're going to wear their black helmets because the helmets I saw at practice were blue. So, take that back. No black helmets for the bowl game. So, what do you think the jersey combo will be? Last year, what were they home or away last year? They were, I think, away. They were blue, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so blue maybe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, so, I'm going to think that they're going to do uh, all blue. All blue. Well, yeah. but what would them being home last year have to do with this year? I would just think they would wear the opposite. But they wore the same. But you just said that they were going to wear the same. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm talking about a butt here. <laughs> <laughs> no biggie. We'll all find out when we find out. Well, good. Sounds like you're having fun. I'm always shocked by the amount of media members that are covering events in Nashville that love running in downtown Nashville. Is there something special about running in downtown Nashville? And do you have any plans to go for a jog? No, I'm not Keith Farmer. Luckett and I were. Luckett and I we we went to Tin Roof after we went to a couple bars or I say a couple, but we we really just ended up at Tin Roof and having a bucket of beer or two there and watching the football games last night. Um, Turns out uh, they had an Iowa Hawkeye on the tap there, but uh, somebody on Twitter explained to me that the person that owns the Broadway wants an Iowa grad. So they're doing a bunch of stuff at that tin roof to, to get ready for the game. Did not see a ton of Iowa fans or anything like that last night. I'm sure they'll end up showing up, uh, you know, I get closer to the game. have no – and this is uh, – very rarely do I at least not have an idea. I have no idea what to expect from the U.K. crowd. Yeah, not at all. I mean, I don't think it's going to be good, but there are a ton of UK people in and around Nashville, and obviously Southern and Western Kentucky. I, I have no idea. I do know UK is like really pushing tickets, and yeah, yeah, um, I saw that's, that. You know, 
that's usually, usually a sign. Yeah, it's usually a sign. And I've seen a lot of like tickets floating around. People that have tickets, uh, just hey, I can't make it or change of plans, whatever it is. I, I do you think UK will have more fans than Iowa? Iowa more fans than UK? I couldn't even take a guess. So what I worry about TJ is that it would like Iowa fans would plan to go to this game where UK fans it would be a game time decision. And what I worry about is the forecast is calling for rain. Um, it's actually pretty not. Like it's in. It, it's getting up to the sixties during the day, but so far on Saturday. A little morning rain, otherwise mostly cloudy and mild. So hopefully they just keep it at a little morning rain, and maybe that'll attract some folks to make the last-minute decision to come down here. Because, I mean, it was actually really nice yesterday, especially in the sunshine. And this game's going to be played in the daytime, so you're not worried about, uh, you know, getting dark out and starting, you know, dropping 20 degrees or what have you. So I think if there is a, uh, a Kentucky contingency, it'll all be kind of game-time decisions. Uh, my, my parents, I think they they ultimately decided they're going to come down, but they were similar in that they didn't really plan on it. But it's like uh, you know, it could be fun to go down and spend a night in Nashville and then go to the game. So we we might have a couple of those uh, late decisions coming in down the pike. It's fifty back in your homeland, Roush. Wow, probably feels like eighty. The above ground pools are starting to thaw. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it 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 does feel. It's 50, but it may as well feel, no joke, probably like 68 out there. No, it literally feels like 70. Yeah. It's awesome. Scoots is probably wearing shorts and flip-flops. Not quite. I still got a hoodie on. Hmm. We still got text to read on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450 is the number. Uh, And I think we're at the text. It was in a barrage from Kirby. Starting one of nine, wide open three after wide open three. Terrible IQ by Oscar and Toppin early on Cal for sure. Yeah, and then Kirby continues. uh, He says, I'm going negative now. I apologize for defensive Cal. He put this team of betas together, and their lack of IQ, fortitude, confidence is on him. This team in 2020 just looks scared to play basketball. And uh, last one for the night. At some point, these players are getting paid very well and are open to criticism. This isn't good enough. They aren't playing good enough. They have to make shots and not be scared to death to do what they are paid to do. It is weird, the lack of mental confidence, mental toughness that seems to be lacking. That That's a... Because some of the guys that we're seeing it from played last year and did not lack that. that that's the part that's confusing. That's true. It, it just doesn't seem like an overly cohesive group. And on top of that, and they're probably related to some degree, just the lack of fight after something goes wrong. Just callous yeah. teams, for the most part, have always just had guys where like, all right, you may, you may get the better of us here or there, but we're going to end up getting the last laugh. Uh, because I, I'm not going to let – like, I'm the refuse to lose stuff that he did earlier on. There was a there was some truth to it, where those, mm-hmm. like, guys would just – you just had some dogs on those teams and fighters that wouldn't let things go badly for so long. And this they had group, a will to win. This group just seems like they can't let good things happen for any extended period of time. They just default back to allowing the other team to be comfortable. And that's unfortunate, and that does fall back on Cal. 
you may say, but he's not out there playing, but it's the group he put together. It's the identity of the team that falls back on the head coach. Would love for y'all to have Riggs on because TJ and him have two vastly different opinions about this year's team and Cal. We will have, normally we always do it at the beginning of the new year. So we're not there yet, but I hope we, I hope Riggs wants to come back oh. on. It's always good talking basketball with him, even if we don't see eye to eye on everything. We've got plenty of time to, I mean, getting through this two and a half months of the season. Yeah, we're going to, yeah, we've got time. Texter says, I'm done. I can't take watching this team struggle the same way year after year, the same way with different players. I'll support them and watch the games, but I'm kind of done getting emotionally invested. Well, you know, I, I, I understand it. You may be better for it in the long run, buddy. I think there's going to be a, that's going to be a similar, like the, we're, we're going to get a lot of that uh, this year. And I get it. I'm not going to be, but like my, my, my version of done TJ, like I'm never just going to not watch Kentucky basketball games. I'm just not going to like get mad about them when they play horribly, but that sounds like a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, um, there's just a, and, and that, that, that's the part that sucks though. Cause it's just not the same when you're not kind of living and dying with every, every shot. You're kind of just like, well, here we go again. And, and that's the, I don't like being there, but that's kind of really my best coping mechanism when it does get get to this point, which it's happened too often recently, far too often recently, twice in three years. We all want it to be rocking and rolling again, and despite how frustrating it could be, and it could get worse, folks. Who you got some tough road games down the horizon with with Tennessee and Alabama before that. Uh, there, there are plenty more losses, I think, on the schedule, unfortunately. All that being said, give me Calipari in 2023 and 2024, leading those freshmen, baby. Woo-wee! One more year. One more year. And I'm being serious. I don't want to lose that class. So if that means Cal staying another year, then Cal staying another year, baby. And I think we all yeah, need to come yeah. to grips that that's just the reality. And yeah. I don't know. You may and hate that. And Cal also, Cal. too, TJ, like, I I think that that's like, – I trust Cal with, with guys like that. I don't trust him with players like we have now. I, I trust him with those uber-talented guys still. Right now, I, I don't know. I know Oscar Shibway has been an outstanding generational talent, but I, I, I've had that line a lot of times. Like, we've got a bunch of transfers – from low-level programs. Like, Cal doesn't know how to coach those kind of college players, but he knows how to coach a bunch of NBA players that are spending one year in college, and I think that can work. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, I don't know if he can or can't. It's, it's been a while since he's had a full team of them and in some other areas where we could rely on him to do this, that, or the other. He's, he's come up a little short. I hope you're right, though, and I will uh, – We'll find out, and I don't want it to be yep. anything different. I don't want it to be anything different. I don't want to jeopardize that class. A texture says that half was comically bad. Some of it was like watching the Washington Generals take on the Globetrotters. Wheeler just dropping the ball out of bounds. Oscar gets a rebound, and a guy just takes it from him and turns around and dunks it. Miss, oh, that was frustrating. Miss layup after miss layup. Missing threes happens, but some of this stuff is middle school. There's also a sequence. I think this was in the second half, though. Just there was four blue jerseys for a rebound, and it just went directly to like the one Mizzou guy that had more effort and 
out jumped the UK players. Uh, yeah, no, it was it, that that first half was bad, but I still think the second half was probably worse, Dexter, and that's not a good thing. Do you guys think it's players only meeting time? Those never work, but are a clear sign of a team that doesn't have a clue what else to do. Man, uh, I don't know, but I get the sense this team doesn't really like each other. Hope I'm wrong about that. Is it weird that I, yeah. What evidence do we have to the contrary? And they don't, they don't really stick up for one another for the most part. They, there was a couple little scuffles last night. The UK's players were just kind of make like disgruntled faces more than anything else. You you know, you'd have Eric Bledsoe probably biting somebody's ear off in some of those situations. Um, I don't, but you know, winning cures a lot of that stuff, and they're not winning, so it's it's not fun when you're not winning. But they don't seem to, they're not a cohesive unit, and that shows on the court too. Stand by my statement from last week. It's time to start fresh. Cal will ruin next year's class, and we will be a laughing stock. Well, I want to roll those dice, baby. I don't want the alternative, which the alternative could be really good. Like you know, if we're going to play this game, the alternative could be you fire the coach. You get another really good coach to come in. They have they bring in a couple freshmen of their own. Maybe you keep a fret, you know, you'd keep Reed Shepard, but maybe you'd keep a couple of the other freshmen potentially. You wouldn't keep DJ Wagner. You probably wouldn't keep Dillingham. Could you keep Edwards? Probably not, but uh, I'm not 100% sure. The new coach would bring in people, Roush. He'd probably get really good transfers, and then you could have the team be like a top 15 team. That's not so bad. So if that ended up happening, wouldn't be the end of the world. I, w- I don't think I'd be totally and completely heartbroken. But if it's my choice, my preference, I want to watch these top five, top ten NBA picks play for UK one last go around. Yeah, I'm not ready to have that conversation yet. Um, but I'm sure there will be a point later on this year that we'll be having that conversation. For sure. Let's take our last break, and then we'll just keep ripping through the Thornton's text line. How does that sound? Let's rip it and roar it. 502-414-1450 is the phone number. I'm in Nashville. TJ's in Louisville. Scoots is in Southern Indiana. And this is Kentucky Roll. Looking for the morning. Ooh, I'm driving my life away. Looking for a better way. For me. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports okay. Radio. Oh, hasn't been hasn't been the shows that we look forward to but it's the shows that happen unfortunately the shows that have happened more and more the shows of our lives hey you're right about that Uh, we've got more text to read on today's show anything else that we've missed big picture we get nfl tonight roush will be in the vicinity uh, mm-hmm. you, never, you never really know maybe could end up sneaking his way in there cowboys are titans players players. yeah a bunch of titans players aren't playing Derrick Henry's probably one of them. They've got eight guys who are out. They've already ruled out. they got some doubtful guys. Yeah, 12 points. If, if, if they were playing everybody, then I would say that's too many points. But, like, God, that's so many points. 
they're tied for first in their division right now. They, they, the playoffs are on the line. Playoffs. Well, this game actually doesn't matter to the playoffs, though. So they just have to beat Jacksonville next week. Whoever yeah. wins that game is in. So yeah. it, it is bizarre. It is bizarre. Uh, either way, though, like there's a lot of Cowboys fans here. You know, they they're everywhere. They travel well. So I'm going to be wearing my my Wesley Woodyard jersey proudly around town. I might even fight a Cowboys fan. You know, why not? Win in Rome, am I right? Don't, don't do that. Didn't you get punched what? in the face when you were wearing like a cowboy hat and wig? Uh, oh, yeah, we did wear wigs that night. That's true. Um, I was not wearing one at the time when I got punched in the face, though. Hmm. Are there any bachelorette parties down there? Uh, yeah, and I was actually thinking about it last night. This would be an ideal time because, you know, people are kind of off work. And uh, it was kind of crowded last night, but there, I, I didn't see a ton of people waiting outside in lines for bars. But, uh, yeah, yeah. My buddy, popping, my buddy considered having his bachelor party New Year's weekend and just going to a lake and just watching football nonstop, which sounded amazing. I mean, it did sound fun, but the, the significant others weren't crazy about collective New Year's not together. Oh, well, they can get over it. Like, oh, what, you, you don't get to smooch him at midnight? Like, who cares? I, I Come to think of it, I don't know how many times that both my wife and I have been awake and together to smooch at New Year's. It's very wow. rare. The wife and I don't yeah. think have not, not smooched at midnight. I guess we just yeah, love I mean, each other a little bit more than the Roushes. Just who cares? Like, it's just a stupid holiday. Like, it's worse than Valentine's Day. It, it, it's, it's dumb. Very dumb. <laughs> It's the new year, Roush. You're leaving behind the past, starting fresh and anew. Yeah, yeah. Who cares? It's it's just another day. I think going out, changing the calendar. I think going out is overrated, but I'm also 31. Like I, I would be a little bit more concerned if I I live for New Year's Eve and sloppy steaks at Giovanni's. Home uh, parties at people like we we had a good time. Um, Duke would have been. It was his first New Year's. I mean, he was a baby. Uh, and we had him sleeping at our friend's house. We had a good, we, we played like board games and then rang in the new year. We had a lot of fun. That's the, that, that's the best way to do a new year's, but like staying up, like if you just to do a bachelor party with the boys and hang out, like that's, that's, that's a great old time though. I, I don't understand the wedding thing, like getting married on new year's Eve, that, that whole concept. It what? just, you just, you, you built it all up and then you're just kind of knocking it all down. I think a New Year's Eve wedding is awesome. I think it's a. But the, the symbolism of it, though, I, I don't like, is, is there supposed to be symbolism of it or is it just, we're going to have a big New Year's Eve party just with all of our friends? See, that's that, that, that. And that's why I'm totally okay. down for them is because, like, okay. I, yeah. Not, I, you know, I, New Year's, it's not a fun to do a lot. But, like, if you had something to look forward to, like a wedding, and like you know, so an all-you-can-drink event while also celebrating your friends getting married, like hell yeah, that that sounds pretty. That sounds like a fun New Year's Eve. And then you don't have to deal with like the actual going to bars and waiting in lines and all that sort of stuff. So, I, I can be about that part. The one real big bummer is one of my buddies who's listening right now. He's a huge Kentucky fan, and of course he has the New Year's Eve wedding the first time Kentucky plays in New Year's Day bowl game in 20 years 
and they beat Penn State. Benny Snell breaks the all-time rushing record. He would have been there if he didn't schedule a New Year's Eve wedding. Yeah, but that'd still be pretty cool. You have your wedding, and then you have something to look forward to the next morning, unless he was like flying out of town or something. Assuming he could get to watch at least the game. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just a dangerous game to play because like, there's a chance that Kentucky's playing in a, a football game that they only play in, you know. X amount of times, sort of. That's true. Yeah, so. that, that that's true. My I think my perfect New Year's Eve, nice dinner, doesn't have to be like super super nice, but just like a good a good meal, out or in. I don't really I'm not picky, but I think going out at like six or something just to kind of feel like you're doing something, and then go back to somebody's house or go back to your own house. Games like you mentioned, Roush, watching play, you know, doing doing stuff having a few drinks, real hoot nanny. So that's that's where I'm at in life. Yeah, yeah. I, I would also say that ideally there's a inconsequential bowl game, not a playoff game happening. Like uh, the Johnny football versus Duke bowl game, it was a peach bowl. So like having the New Year's Six that isn't a playoff game is a lot of fun because if it's a good game, you can be locked in. And if it's not, then you don't really have to care. Or like, you know, you can you can do whatever. Um, but having the playoff on New Year's Eve, I, I, I just like it on New Year's Day. Damn you, NFL. Damn you. Uh, let's get back to this text line. So it's, uh, God forbid we talk about fun, happy memories. Um, I know. We're just trying to not yeah. – <laughs> trying to stay away. Uh, texter says – that half was comically – oh, we read that one. Do you guys think – read that one as well. I'm sorry, but any for anyone who needs to hear this, no need to apologize, buddy. Saying a coach is good when he has NBA talent might just mean he's not a good coach. Yeah, yeah I, I guess the the rebuttal to that texture would be, well, with the system and the style that they're going to run, it's best to – but you can make a case that any system and any style is best to run with more talented players. So I, I get your point. Uh, another texture says, this is not a tournament team. I, I think I'm, not, I'm, with I'm you, not worried Edinburgh, about it's, that. It's like an 8-9. I think they're like an 8-9 game. And then maybe they get hot or something. But, um, yeah, like they're, they're, they're the 8-9 seed you don't want you don't want to be in your bracket because they've still got Oscar Shibway. And, hell, who knows? Maybe they do figure it out. Now, that's what North Carolina did last year. Uh, they were an 8-9 seed that figured it out and went all the way to the title game. Yeah, uh, they they seem so UK seems so far away from quote unquote figuring it out, but it it it'd have to start with Reeves or Frederick, and who knows how long yeah. Frederick's going to be out. It, it I mean one of those guys just has to do something, and then you have to get something out of the four position, just anything at, at minimum, just like some good fight that maybe doesn't come from Lanceware. No offense. The guard play was what was lacking for North Carolina, and they sort of figured it out at the end of the year. I. Am I confident that can happen with these guys? No, but huh. not not completely thrown in the towel yet. Cal won't have a limited capacity crowd to hide from the booze that'll come interrupt this year. Oh, if they if, if they have the effort yeah, that they had true. in Missouri, I don't blame anybody for booing. I think booing is very was, effective. I'm a big booer. And that was um I mean I I did not hear them personally, but apparently there were some in that Florida A and M game, which yeah, like that's the texture alludes to that the COVID year, 
there weren't enough people there to to do it. That, that that's going to happen this year. It's going to happen. UK fans on social media, eh, 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 depends what corner of the internet you're traveling. UK fans at Rupp Arena or Kroger Field, awesome. But if you go out there and you now, especially now that you're getting paid, if you go out there and your energy and your efforts terrible, boo, boo, you're Kentucky. People would absolutely kill for the opportunity you're given. Show a little heart. Show a little fight. That that is yeah, stuff yeah. being that regardless of how bad the talent is. I don't think they're going to get booed for missing shots. It's going to be for the as everything you're saying, right? Yeah, although some of them maybe deserve to get booed for missing as many shots. But no, I'm kidding. But like, I, I'm just I'm not one that's like they're kids. They don't boo UK fans. If you go out there and you fight and you're Chuck Hayes and you're DeAndre Liggins and you give it all every possession, you get sell. UK fans have given standing ovations for opposing players. Like, I mean, that that's just something that doesn't happen at other places. If you put on a good performance, UK fans enjoy good basketball and they enjoy people trying. This team doesn't care, even care, so why should we? Uh, they got to show more heart. I totally agree, Texter. Maybe the NCAA can hurry up the process and expand the tourney. I hope not. Uh, Texter says, but don't worry, TJ. We might get Ian Jackson in two years. Yeah, I know. What a wild thing. I like I like really good players coming to UK. It's, oh, no. Another Texter says, was there a Camp Cal this year? We didn't hear about it. Uh, another one just says, man, this is sad. They're not even fighting to get back into the game. Embarrassing. We just we, had a Missouri scrub score. Man, have we fallen off? That's stuff to watch. It's just, and it's been so constant lately. It does suck. Uh, Texter says, "Y'all watching this Arkansas Kansas game? Might as well watch something entertaining." Yeah, as I said, I think it was one of the more entertaining bowl games I've I've ever can, seen. That was amazing. Can you that believe was, they called targeting on that? Yeah. Uh, was was it a two point conversion? Yeah, it was two point conversion. I just I, n- I never see tar I feel like I never see targeting on run plays. I would be pretty Very how much. sick would you be on that trick play two point conversion for the kid who just overthrew it like thirty rows into the stands? Also, what are you doing, Whitepold? Why are you taking the ball out of Jalen Daniels' hands? Just, Retweet. I totally agree. That it, yeah. but one to you. What a but what yeah, a that, what, what was a really bad throw though. Yeah, he threw that to Bolivia. <laughs> Some say you can still see it traveling in the air. Uh, guys, it's depressing. How much do we have to endure before changes are made? Uh, think another season, buddy. Think yep, one, more one more season. I cannot understand why Toppin is allowed to get on the court. No effort for him at all. Yeah, The issue is, though, if you just – like it's – Whatever's going on with Damian Collins, quit it. I, I'm just at the point it's like a revolving door. Okay, you go out there, ah, that, that's not good. Okay, somebody else, go out there, ooh, that's ugly. Somebody else, go out there. But I'm, I'm willing just to try other people. And you know what? When it'll be Toppin's turn again, I say you give him a chance to try to figure it out. It is all between the ears for Toppin. He certainly has some fault flaws as a player. You wish he could be more aggressive and more assertive because that's stuff you can just decide to do. It's not a talent thing, but, you know, he's not a great shooter, and that is what it is. But, boy, he just seems to get worse and worse every game. Yeah, and um, but there is one thing that uh, they haven't tried at the four, though. Yeah, not exclusively. Yeah, not exclusively. But 
to be fair, to be fair, Livingston stunk yesterday as well. So, but yes, I did. Don't you didn't you agree with or don't aren't we on the same page that like just roll the dice with him and let him figure it out for yeah. the most part? Yeah, and, and that's what a lot of Kentucky fans are. Is we're I think what's most concerning is that this is a we we've seen him do this with freshmen and we're willing to let guys yeah. get through growing pains with freshmen to get to January and February. But this this isn't a team full of freshmen. That that's why we're all like, what the hell? Because these are these are guys that can go to bars. They're old. They they shouldn't be playing this poorly together. And right now it's just, it's it's bad. Yeah, to clarify, I, I want Livingston to get the lion's share and just let him play through it, but he's, he can't play 40 minutes. He probably realistically right. can't play 30 minutes. So in those yeah, other stretches, I'm I'm fine giving any and everybody a chance because nobody's really seizing it. And again, where you at least know you're going to get some hustle and fight from him, but at a, at a pretty significant cost, unfortunately. I don't think there are enough curse words to describe how I feel at this moment. It's nice knowing that other people are feeling similar to me. I think the wife was pretty worried about me last night. I had a pretty blank stare on my face. Uh, wasn't happy. <sighs> but it's nice to know we're not alone out there, everybody. Most embarrassed I've been as a UK basketball fan since the Billy Clyde days. Feel like I've said that my I've said that to myself a few times since the Duke beat down in Indy. Oh man, people forget about that. That was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, there, there, it's it, it adds up. I make no mistake about it. It is adding up. It's not good. You keep waiting for it to change. It ain't changing. I'm still willing to give it next year, and you all can call me an idiot for that. I'm all right with it. I've I've heard worse. Uh, side note: My daughter turns one tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday to your daughter! Happy she birthday. was born at the end of the zoo game last year, and I bet the cats team total over, and it hit. Right around the time she was coming out. Since it was the Mizzou game one year later, I told all my buddies we had to take the Cats team total over at 75 and a half. And naturally, we score 75. Oh, gosh. 8.23 on threes and 15 of 24 in free throws. Yuck. Also, if you can get me in contact with Antonio Reeves, he needs to donate to her birthday fund for missing free throw late, not shooting a three on the last possession. Yeah. That'd be funny if Antonio Reeves was on Cameo and – you were like, hey, love you, big fan, but also you ruined my daughter's birthday. <laughs> love Cal wearing a suit. We may suck, but I'm going to look good doing it. Same mentality I have with my golf clubs. <laughs> well, there, there's also a part of me, too, that I I, I like the suit because I feel like he gets some of his powers back. Um, but I, that I, I don't. I just have to do my do annual not. default to I don't care what other people wear. Always surprised by how many people do, but hey, to each their own. Uh, Obviously, if it's a good luck thing, that ain't it. We can complain all we want about lineups, but the problem is we just don't have five players who are the talent and caliber of player we became accustomed to at UK. If Ware was as talented as Trey Lyles or Willie were, then sure, play him at the three or four. But as long as Oscar and Wallace are on the floor, I'll just accept the team for what it is and stop complaining. Yeah, and you just it, it it seems like it's all crashing down to like those two guys are just going to have to absolutely carry you and anything you else anything else you get out of anybody else, what a pleasant surprise. Till this doesn't. point, the only difference Oh, sorry. Uh no, Texture says till this point, the only difference between the COVID season and this one is that 
this team was able to play more cupcake teams. Unless something changes, we might go 500 in SEC play. At least he played the arrow more. Only guy who actually looks like he wants to be out there. I want to see more at the arrow too. I hope that this was like I hope Cal rewards him for a solid game, and I want the arrow to kind of go back to Bahamas aggression a little bit. I don't think that's going to be the worst thing for this team, uh, and I love the fact that his first open three, Roush. What a shocker! He made it. UK gets all these shooters that are forty percent career here, there, that they just can't hit anything. Probably mental. And then Fierro's out there coming in fresh, probably cold. May, probably didn't think he was going to be getting in in that spot, and he just drained it. And I was happy to see that. More minutes for Ooh. people that are going to fight. Yep, I'm with you. I'm with you. Sad that Missouri doesn't even rush the floor when they beat us anymore. I don't know who in the SEC would even rush the floor after beating us anymore. And new conference coaches consistently beating Cal now, um, which I'm going to jump ahead to the part of the text line that was a – Screenshot I saw this morning. It was a graphic from the Arkansas-LSU game where Arkansas actually lost um, by three to the Tigers in Baton Rouge. And the SEC Network has a graphic. Most wins since 2019 among SEC teams. Arkansas is first with 84. Auburn, 76. LSU, 73. Tennessee, 72. Alabama, 70. And Kentucky is not even in the, the top five there. And the, the thing that what this year is going to do, TJ, the big picture part of this, of all of the, the discontent, I, I, was, I was willing to kind of give Cal a pass for the 2020. It's just anomaly. It was weird circumstances. They had injuries. Like, I, you know, I, I just kind of almost just gave him a pass for that year. I, n- nobody's doing that anymore. Now when you see all of those stats, it's just like, Kentucky's been bad for – they they had a fun run there for a couple months in the 21-22 season. But for the most part, it's just it's just sucked. Yeah, I mean, any – and Corey Price is having, you know, numbers that make you not feel good. It's unacceptable no matter what anybody else says. It's unacceptable. It's not where UK basketball should be. That being said, anything you're going to do that's going to include a nine-win season is going to not be pretty – Accordion stacked up to other programs, especially good programs. And these other programs in the SEC have all been good over that stretch. Uh, But it's never should be the case. Kentucky should always be not not even second. Second would be unacceptable during that stretch, let alone not in the top five. So, yes, it's all not good. Nobody's arguing differently. A texter says, we've gone from having guys – or sad that Missouri doesn't even rush the floor when they beat us anymore. Yeah, we, we did that one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they were calling for the players, to, for the fans to rush the floor. The fans just not uh, – Okay, we're good. Not, not do it. We've gone from having guys on the bench who would start on most teams to starting guys who might come off the bench for other teams. Thanks for letting me rank, guys. Hey, feel free. It's what the Thornton's text line's for. Honest question, do we still have on, someone on the staff who does those journey videos – and does he get fired if we suck like this? Or is it just an easy year for that person? Missed those videos. Oh, man. Pretty sure they had something after the Michigan game. Um, they did. Maybe not they like did. a big-time journey-like. But, yeah, it's been a light It's been a, it's been a. a light year for that person. Business not yeah. booming. Nope. Not, not booming at all. Ugh, not booming at all. 
list the previous schools that our players transferred from Illinois State, Rhode Island, Iowa, Georgia. I don't know why people think we have great players. That that doesn't mean anything. And I mean, good, really, really, really good basketball players can go play at not traditional programs. That being said, it's just not a great. I mean, it's not a great collection yeah. of talent. And when it was all said and done, uh, I don't. I mean, who would you even out of the transfers? Who would be most disappointing to you? Uh, Antonio Reeves, especially because we saw him actually play well in the Bahamas. I mean, he was lighting it up, and now he just can't make open shots. I think it'd be between Toppin and Reeves, but just you you needed Reeves to be such a scorer for you, and it hasn't happened, but I would would agree with you. A texture says, is C.J. Frederick made of class? Yeah, I hate it for him. Can't wait for T.J. to defend Cal. Get it all out, buddy. That's what the Thornton's text line is for. Texture says, what's that, Roush? People really make you out to be a Cal defender. I don't. I mean, you where I think I like I I don't want Cal fired. So naturally, I think some people hold that against me. Two, I do give him a longer rope. I like the guy probably just because I default to. I think he's a good person. That being said, it's, I don't care if you're a good person or not a good person. I just want Kentucky to win basketball games. But more where I fight back is just this, like all the stupid personal crap that he gets that I think people automatically assume that I'm going to defend everything I, that he does. Um, I was going to say, you give I mean, quite I, I a bit of crap as a regular, coach. I crush him regularly. Like, yeah, when, he, yeah. when he deserves to get crushed, at least in my opinion. Um, I just don't like, you know, when you say that Stoops cares more about losing than Cal, that's just stupid. I'm going to call it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when you right. – when you, some of the other stuff with Cal, like I think he cares – has the game passed him by? There's certainly enough evidence to support. Potentially it has. But I openly call myself a moron for letting me get dangled by the recruiting carrot. It's, it's personal it's, preference. People can disagree with it. But I want good talent into Kentucky. I like that Calipari regularly does it. But I also don't like what the hell whatever last night was. It's just like after the Michigan State game, I think the first thing you said was that Cal got out coach. But uh, you're a Cal defender. So it's just <laughs> – well, you know, people they like they like their narratives, so they're gonna run with this one. I like so. Cal as a person. I feel like I'm fair when he deserves to get praised. I try to pray, praise him when he deserves to get criticism. I'm the first. I'll, I'll happily do it. I and he deserves criticism for the way that things have gone lately, and especially this season, which did not see coming. But I'm embarrassed yeah. by that. And, and, and also, um, we're going to be uh, more partial than others to John Calipari because. We went to college when he made Kentucky basketball the best it's ever been in our lives. So, like, yeah. there is a – we still remember that pretty well. Uh, yeah, and there's probably a part of it if you really want to get deep in the psychosis of not wanting to let go of some of those memories and great times that we had, Roush. But, I mean, ultimately, I think it just comes down to I believe talent at the end of the day wins out. And so far, either Cal is mistakenly getting the wrong talent or he's not – being able to produce with it like he used to. Um, but next year will be the make or break year. Like if you yeah. can't produce with that talent, then you, then you're done. You just, you, it, there won't be any sort of secret sauce that's going to work for you. You got to be kidding me though. How are we doing so bad? I don't think it's all on Cal, but he did put together the team since 2019. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, like I, I do think it's probably all on Cal. Now he can't go out there and make shots and do that. But at the end of the day, it's still your, it's your program. You're putting together yeah. the team. It'd be like if you, you know, if you were putting together a project for your business and all of the people under you just didn't do what they were supposed to be doing, that's still on you. 
at the end of the day, it's your team that you put together. It's still on you. Uh, there's no more defending Cal. He's done. I don't give two hoots about the incoming class. He could have LeBron coming in next year, and it wouldn't matter. He's done. He's cooked. He's washed. He sucks. Wow, that's pretty harsh on LeBron there, buddy. I know. Um, the next two texts I actually thoroughly enjoy. Stating the obvious here, but this team has to make shots. You can't start the game one of ten from three and go 62% from the free throw line and expect to win games on the road. That's crazy. Cal certainly deserves some criticism, some of his lineups, but his best shooters were throwing up bricks left and right. It's not like he's drawing up three-point plays for where CJ and Reeves couldn't make anything when they were wide open. What sucks the most is Cal's going to default to playing who fights and defends the most, so prepare for some Oscar Ware, Thierry, Wallace, and Wheeler lineups. They won't back down, but I'm not sure what the offense is going to come from unless a dude breaks out of nowhere. And that's a good point, Texter. I like great, all the points. That's a great text all around. Good job, yeah. Texter. A lot of great points there. A lot of great points there. Um, and this is a great text, too. Scoots, I would pay good money to see you in the middle of a dance floor dating a 21-year-old and her just backing it up on you like it's 1989. <laughs> that was the year I was born. I wouldn't know what to do. I still think that conversation yesterday was wildly underrated. Absolutely oh, yeah. hysterical. I mean, yeah. that, that's KRC Hall of Fame. Us it, going really, down. it really was. Scooch could just as likely, according to him, want to date somebody that has a grandchild versus somebody who may not be ready to have a kid within 15 years. It's a, it's a thing of beauty. And he's, and being, it, well, he's being sincere, too. He's not goofing. Absolutely. Yeah. And we also had like an OnlyFans conversation in there as well. So, man. Yeah, it's a shame UK versus Missouri had to go on and, and ruin that. Going above, back to the above text are really fast saying there's no more defending Cal and that, that person is done with them. I'm not, I'm not pushing back on that stuff anymore. I think people need to do it at an appropriate level and just be realistic that like it's probably not going to happen. But if that's your opinion, you have more than enough evidence to support it. Don't let me – don't think that I'm going to, like, hold you back from those thoughts. I think that's totally all right to have that opinion. It's frustrating right now. UK basketball yeah, is frustrating. Very and frustrating. It be. Uh, we got to get a fix. We got to clean it up. Uh, yeah. She's Louise. Uh, we'll, we'll put a cap in it right there and get back to it tomorrow. Roush, are you going to be joining us or are you going to be sleeping in? I'm probably going to be sleeping in tomorrow. TBH, but Roush's big party night, everybody. Yeah, might might be getting after it a little bit, uh, but I, I'll I'll do my my damnedest to to hop on for I don't know maybe the whole second hour. I, I'll be on for some of tomorrow. All right, well we look forward to it if we hear from you. If not, uh, well yeah, we'll get you for a little bit, get a prediction and all that good stuff. Everybody have a great Thursday. Uh, I would like to say it's going to be all right, but we mm-hmm. we we don't know that. Let's turn a new leaf. This is Kentucky Roll Call. I'm Dick Exports Radio. Roll TJ Walker. My love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again. Going places that I've never been. Seeing things that I may never see again. I can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs>